Porcelain Travels, true stories of humor, horror, and revelation in, on, and around toilets, tubs, and showers encountered on my travels. Excerpted from the book Porcelain Travels by me, Matthew Felix. Porcelain Travels is a Forward Indies Book of the Year finalist for humor, winner of four Solas Awards, including Gold for Humor, and a number one bestseller in Amazon's travel humor and literary travel categories. Porcelain Travels is available on Amazon, as well as most other online booksellers. For more information, check out matthewfelix.com porcelain. I got some very bad news when I was sailing on the Nile. That same Nile I had learned so much about in Sunday school, that mythic river that sustains an entire nation, not to mention ancient civilizations before it, turning sandy desert shores into fertile countryside. A river bordered by celebrated pyramids and tombs and temples, inhabited by crocodiles almost as legendary. Towering palms were common, entire stands of them occasionally sheltering uh, dwellings made of adobe. Again, I thought of biblical times. As far as I could tell, the simple earthen structures were built in the same way they had been for millennia. The same might have been said for our felucca, or sailboat. For all its charm, it did not have a toilet. Consequently, my travel companion, son of the Australian, and I, we didn't have a choice. If we had to go, we had to stop. Besides being ecologically irresponsible, attempting to defecate over the side of the boat would have been difficult at best, dangerous at worst. It was also likely to seriously piss off a few crocodiles. <laughs> now, under ordinary circumstances, we could have gone hours without relieving ourselves. As is often the case when traveling, however, these were not ordinary circumstances. Upon my arrival in Turkey several months earlier, I had suffered through 16 days of diarrhea. 16 days, yes. It had been pretty high. My ass hurts even thinking about it. <laughs> the upside was that I now had a gut made of steel. <laughs> or almost. Apparently Egypt had introduced some new microbes into my system, and while not quite as vicious as those that I had encountered in Turkey, they had nonetheless loosened things up. Limited vegetarian options on the road hadn't helped, particularly given that one of our main staples was figs. On the boat we were practically living on them. <laughs> Fresh, healthy, high-fiber figs. It was sort of like Binging on laxatives when we should have been guzzling a <laughs> Now, neither Sonny nor I wanted to be the first to ask our hosts to pull over, right? I mean, after all, pulling over a boat on a river that's on average two miles wide is a little more involved than, say, pulling a car over to the side of the road. I mean, we were in the middle of nowhere. We couldn't just stop at the next stop. They were few and far between. An unspoken high-stakes brinkmanship ensued. Sonny and I each worked hard to disregard our own needs in the hopes that the others would become more unbearable first. <laughs> Sweat covered my brow. It wasn't the desert heat. It was evidence of my silent suffering. It was the fear of a familiar rumbling on my insides, a foreboding like an approaching storm. It was grave concern for a stinker fast approaching its limit. It was the tension on si sitting on a powder keg about to blow without knowing when. It was futile resistance to a truth that could no longer be ignored. This was not going to end well. I don't remember who finally gave in. <laughs> what I do remember is that as far as Sonny and I are concerned, our little felucca couldn't get to shore fast enough. <laughs> that proud white sail hearkening back to another time now became a disturbing reminder we were almost out of it. I would have given anything to throw that engine into full throttle. Except there wasn't a throttle, <laughs> or even an engine. 
And so our reunion with dry land happened in torturous slow motion. <laughs> my innards a bubbling cauldron, my sphincter a gasket about to blow. <laughs> no sooner had we touched dry land than we were both off that boat, scrambling in separate directions in search of surprise. <laughs> We'd stopped in this wild area of small dunes and clumps of tall grasses. There was no dwellings, no agriculture. And, you know, the, the soft ground buffered my feet as I ran. But... I'd only gone a short distance, nonetheless, when I knew I was in trouble. As I desperately searched the surroundings for some place to do my business, my foot came down just a little too hard. That was all it took. My sphincter lost its grip. I lost my race against time. Speaking of time, I am now out of it. Safe travels. Don't forget your Lots and lots of uh, Imodium and a spare roll.